Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Manxiety Podcast. We're your hosts, Ashad and Matt. Before we get started, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes. If you want to share this with your friends, you can find us on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This week, it's just the two of us again. Our uh, second Matthew isn't here this time. But uh, me and the original Matt will be talking about uh, growing up. We all do it. You're doing it the second, um, right the second and right this minute. And hey, you've grown up a little bit more just right now. You know, we do it throughout our whole lives and a lot of things change. And we just want to take some time and talk about uh, sort of, you know, what changes when it comes to your mental health, just your health in general, but especially your mental health as you go from being, you know, a child to a teen to an adult uh, and then eventually to, you know, a senior, a senior adult, an older adult and, you know, how each stage is so different from the from the last. So, Matt, how does it feel to be old now? Man, everybody says getting old sucks and... I think that that is true. It sucks, but it doesn't. It doesn't have to suck forever, you know. There, there are things you can do when you're older that you can't do when you're younger. True, true. Like, like when I turned eighteen, I could. I guess you can't do that anymore. Buy cigarettes. I was about to say, but you can, you can buy lotto tickets. Yeah. When, when the I turn older 20. I get, the more that my back hurts if I don't stretch it. You know, <laughs> when I wake up, uh, that's something. You know, you can. You can um, get more random pains throughout your body, which cause you anxiety because you're like, why is this piece of my body hurting today? Is that my liver? I don't know. Where is my liver? I don't fucking know. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I, I saw something pretty funny today um, online. It was um, adulthood is saying, but after this week, things will slow down a bit over and over until you die. Pretty much. Um, but... With age and revolutions around the sun, as we keep track of our time, comes wisdom. That's what I was going to say. Exactly, wisdom. You know, we're we're just on on the same wavelength right now. We're on the same uh, sandwiches. Sure. Or whatever they say in a because I think that's the line in Frozen where it's like we finish each other's, and then she's going to say sentences, and the guy goes sandwiches, and it's like. Alright, fuck, I guess we're not really as compatible as we thought we were here. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was a pretty funny scene. No, I agree. Um, and, you know, uh, other than just, like, physical ailments, um, which, again, do vary, right? Like, when you're a kid and you break something, you usually find it'll mend up. As you get older, if you break something, your recovery is going to be a little bit longer. When you reach that senior age and you break a hip... That hip is getting replaced. <laughs> Your knee's getting replaced. There is no more, you know, let's let it heal or, you know, it'll get better. Um, you're, you're just going to become a cyborg and that's okay. I'm cool with that. I Sign know, right? Up. Can I get a bionic nose that can actually smell? <laughs> Maybe someday. It's very possible. You should get a Elon Musk Neuralink and get it installed so that it zaps your brain whenever you're trying to smell and maybe it'll help you smell better interesting can i communicate right. with dolphins i mean maybe i don't know 
with the with, 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 with the next software update. Alright, I want the dolphin patch. I'll just sign up and communicate with dolphins. That'd be cool. I want to be like Aquaman. Either. Yeah, but something else that comes with obviously being older too is this change in I don't want to say carelessness, but it's like when we're younger, we're, we're a little bit more careless, right? Like we'll go and do things and we won't really think about the consequences or like the some of the consequences mm-hmm. uh, you know we might we might realize that hey if i i don't know go and jump off this cliff i might hurt myself but we don't tend to stick to like uh, latch onto it very long uh, we still go and jump it's just like hey it, you know this might happen but whatever but i feel like as we get older before we even reach the top of the cliff we've already come up with a million reasons why we shouldn't jump right and i've realized that for me a part of that comes from i don't want to say having more to live for but but kind of right like like when you're a kid i mean obviously you have your whole life ahead of you but you don't really you know it's just you doing your own thing um you know and if something happens i mean yeah whatever you might be out for a little bit or something really bad happens. Some, you know, can be tragic, but you don't really think about those consequences. Whereas I feel like the older I've gotten, it's like, well, now I have to think about, you know, what will my family do if something happened to me, right? Or like, uh, you know, if I broke an arm or I couldn't work, like how, you know, how will my wife be? Will she be okay? Or how will, you know, the rest of my family take it if something were to happen to me? I feel like all of these things sort of start coming into play the older you get. And then once you have kids, you know, you still got to start thinking about that. Like, is me going to jump off this cliff really worth, like, the potential consequences of it, right? If, if something were to happen to me, is it really worth me having, whatever, a minute of... A, a thrilling one minute of you know free falling or whatever it is so i feel yeah. like a lot of that changes too as as we get older yeah there's definitely a risk versus reward framework that we start to kind of understand the older we get and as kids for a lot of kids not everybody we're very much like curious about the world right kids ask a lot of questions they want to do things they want to try things right oh what's it like to hop on a skateboard you know can i get you know hold my balance yes or no and they kind of know that like if they fall they kind of bounce right back up right because they're not worried about like breaking a bone i mean or fracturing something or whatever right because they're like they're just curious about the world and exploring their their little people selves and when we get older we get more information right? We learn more about it, obviously, through experience, and also through just learn knowledge as well, right? Like in school, right, you know a lot more about math as you do as a high schooler than you did, you know, as a five year old. And as you go through life and collect more information, you have more questions, but you also get more answers to things that you should and should not be doing, which in a lot of people tends to generate fear, because now it's not what will happen if I get on a skateboard and you know start skateboarding it's what'll happen if i get on a skateboard 
and now I know more of the possible outcomes. I fall and I bust my head open and I have brain damage and then like I can never think straight or I have a concussion ever, right? Like so the more that you know about the potential outcomes of, of any event, the more that you can kind of trick yourself into going down that what if cycle for a prolonged period of time just because you know what can happen, right? When you're a kid and you don't know about the consequences of your actions, you do dumb shit. Everybody does dumb shit when they're young because we don't know any better. But we're just curious, we're excited, right? And, you know, when you when you know that people can be harmful to you or whatever, right? Or like you shouldn't, I don't know, go near a, a homeless person or something like late at night, like maybe they're going to mug you or whatever, whatever that type of fear manifests in yourself. Um, you know, it really starts to kind of stick in your brain. And as you're older, it's like, yeah, you can sit back and make a, a more rational decision but it's also like like you said your decision points are much bigger yeah right like when when you're young and kind of dumb and carefree you can go take a a job on an oil rig or something making a ton of money because you're like ah whatever if i fall in the ocean i get hurt like it's just on me right but when you have a family and kids and people who depend on you it's it's very different i completely agree and i feel like in addition to just knowing more it's also as we get older we get experience right like going back to your skateboard example you know when you're a kid and you first jump on the skateboard you've never fallen you've never had anything happen to you so chances are like you don't know what it feels like what you know what's going to happen and you skateboard the first time you fall maybe it's a small fall you're fine but if you know you break up a bone or something some cases next time you're probably going to be more careful right because you realize that hey like now breaking a bone is one of the things that can happen if i fall uh so as we get older and we build learn more and like build on these experiences we realize hey you know today it's a skateboard but tomorrow if i get on uh i don't know a moped or something or like a motorcycle or something right and i fall you know, that there's the consequence of breaking a bone, but like much worse because this thing goes faster and, you know, w w whatever it is. So there's definitely that component of like knowing more, but also just having more experience uh, that that comes into play, I feel like. I think it's similar with our mental health, too, right? When we're young, we don't really think about. I mean, we might feel anxious might feel depressed or whatever you know obviously through your teenage years uh, e even kids go through a lot of these feelings and a lot of these um emotions but they don't really know what's going on it doesn't really affect them too much uh, similar to a broken bone uh, when you're young you know feeling anxious for a little bit it usually goes away it usually heals itself not heals itself but you tend to forget about it very quickly doesn't have as big of an effect on your life. Uh, whereas sort of when you get older, maybe in your teenage years, you start feeling it more. And if you don't do anything to deal with it, it can compound and go into adulthood and make it m much, much worse. So I think growing up, right, when it, it's not just about, you know, how many times we've gone around the sun. I think we also need to realize that Growing up also has to be about improving ourselves and making sure that the next time we make that cycle around the sun, we're better than we were the last time. 
uh, whether that's your mental health, whether that's your physical health, right? Like just your your body um, or your emotional health, whatever it is. I think as we get older, we start to realize that these are things that we need to focus on so that we can prolong our lives and continue getting older. Yeah, certainly, especially with physical health. A lot of people start to take it more seriously when they are in their late 20s, early 30s, because they start to, their body just doesn't recover as quickly. So then they start, you know, maybe taking up yoga, starting to stretch more, doing those types of things to help out, right? Or, you know, if you go drinking with your friends and you have a massive hangover the next day and you're like, what the hell is happening? You're like, well, I need to drink more water. I need to stay more hydrated. I need to make sure that I'm not drinking as much as I was when I was in my early 20s because now I can't recover as quickly. So all these like little things that definitely start to kind of work against you. And it's like you almost do it because you need to do it. Whereas when you're young and you just recover flawlessly from whatever fall trip and bump and scrape you have, you don't know that you need those things, you know. But like for me in college, if I was ever stressed out or like, I don't know, anxious about something like in a class, I would just go take a nap. Because I didn't have a job I had to be at, you know, 40 hours a week. I didn't, well, I mean, I, I did work in college, but it wasn't for, it was like, I don't know, 15 hours or something. But it was still one of those jobs where, like, I didn't really need to, I'm not saving a life or anything, right? I don't need to really pay attention. I was filing paperwork in, like, the payroll department. Are you saving lives now? Um, future lives, <laughs> yes. Future generations of profit that I help people be successful with. Nice. My consulting repertoire. Um no, I'm not, I'm not saving anybody's life now. I think that'd be way too fucking stressful, man. But, um, I mean, hey, you know what? Maybe the things that we talk about here have saved somebody's life in the future from stress, anxiety, depression, right? Being able to tell our story. So who knows, right? We'll never really know truly the scope of our actions, which is why I like to default to being positive if I can, because you may change somebody's day. I completely and agree. Make it, make it more positive. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of this podcast is to, you know, shed light and bring positivity to anxiety and specifically anxiety in men. So hopefully we're doing some of that. Yeah. And it's okay to, to feel those things and to feel like you're getting older, right? And whatever. It's just how do you adapt to the situation and how do you decide on your next steps based on whatever your goal is right we all know we're going to get older it's just a fact of life so what do you do to maintain your your mental health and i think that's the thing that i've learned a lot getting older is your mental health matters way more than anything else a lot of people when you're young you put a a big emphasis on physical health right people want to go to the gym they want to look good they want to get girls um whatever right but when you're older it's something where you're like yeah, I should take a vacation from work. I shouldn't work until I'm burnout. Um, and I've talked to a lot of my friends and coworkers and they're like, yeah, I, I was really burnout, you know, six months ago and all this stuff and whatever. And I'm just like, a lot of them are younger than me. And I'm like, yo, like take advantage of, you know, your PTO, take advantage of sick time. If you need to take a mental health day, take advantage of those things because they're there to aid you. But unfortunately in our society, at least in America, it's almost like you're looked down upon if you need those things. Right. right. Really, a sick day is like your time to do whatever you want with it. 
but people are like, oh, well, are you sick? Are you coughing? Do you have a fever? Do you have COVID? And you're like, no, I'm just sick and tired of your bullshit. <laughs> and, I need, and I need to take a day to collect my thoughts, play video games, eat pizza, I don't know, eat Cheetos, jerk off, whatever, whatever the fuck you're doing um, to help get you back on the right track, right? No, it's hilarious. But but it is very true. Um, I have tomorrow off. And the reason I have it off is because I haven't taken enough days off. <laughs> so now I'm maxing on my hours. So then for the next two months, I basically have just random days off every other week because I need to... It's a waste if I don't, right? So I need to take right. the days off so that I can continue earning. Um so yeah, definitely take days off, you know, relax. Uh, you know, I think when we were young or younger, like yeah, in, we're still pretty young. <laughs> yeah, like in high school and stuff, right? And I know, I know, people say this all the time. It's like, well, like you know, but why does English matter? Why does mathematics matter? And all this stuff. That's kind of true, but I feel like there needs to be, or even in college, there needs to be like life courses, right? That teach you about finance, that teach you about work to to an extent, right? Like to make you realize that, hey, overworking is not good and, you know, you should take days off and you should rest up and, you know, it's okay to feel certain ways or to do certain things to take care of yourself because... I feel like after a lot of us, you know, when we get into the workforce, whether it's after college or high school or whenever, a lot of people, maybe it's their first time making money. So, yeah, they're, they're, you know, they're going out and they're enjoying stuff, but they're also working so hard and sort of making work their life, uh, having work sort of encompass their whole life, right? And it's because it's it's the thing that's allowing them to go out at nights and like to give them money to do stuff. But a lot of times we don't realize it till much later when we start getting burnt out or we start having physical or mental health problems because we're working so much uh, and then going out and partying so much um, that it's, you know, it's, it's not healthy to do that. Because I know plenty of people, you know, out of college where, you know, they would work morning till whatever late hours and then after work they're like oh i'm so tired of work and they would go out and get you know super drunk and live you know lit up and then get home super late at night get a couple hours of sleep and then same thing the next day and that's unfortunately unsustainable and you're doing damage to your body by not by not giving it time to rest um and you're doing damage to your mind same thing by not giving it time to rest from the stress of work and then the stress of alcohol or, you know, whatever else you're doing at night uh, that's keeping it continuously active. Yeah, the whole like work hard, play hard thing can be done in with a fine balance. But a lot of times, you know, you're just going to cause yourself to burn out. And if you don't have an outlet for your stress, for your anxiety, um, and you don't have a good social group or you're not like taking your meds, right? Meditation, exercise, diet, sleep. You're not doing those things to help with the baseline levels of stress. Uh, it's very easy to feel stuck in that pattern. And then if you don't know what to do or have anybody to talk to, it's very easy to just become more reclusive, especially now with what happened with COVID and lockdowns and all that crap, right? Um, 
you know, you're probably around people a little bit less, right? You maybe haven't seen people in a while. So now you're like, well, shit, like, do I still want to be friends with those people? Do I still, are they still my friend? Whatever, right? All these things that you're thinking through. And I mean, ultimately it's just like, you need to put yourself, I mean, it's selfish to say, but it's like, you matter, right? Every single person listening, you matter, like your existence. So like, you need to make sure you're happy. And it's that whole phrase of like, you know, if you're not happy being single, you probably won't be happy being in a relationship. Definitely. It's like you want to do that first. And it can certainly help, right? Like, because now you have somebody who has an emotional support, right? In a relationship, like that may help you cross some of those roads we're talking about or, you know, whatever. But you can do it with friends, family, a mentor, a teacher, whoever's willing to sit and listen to you and just say like, that's okay. I've been there too. And a lot of times, you know, the people that we look up to are older than us. They have more life experience, right? And they can say, you know, it's like, um, I'm sure a lot of people have gone through like heartbreak, right? You go through your first one, you think it's the end of the world, like you're literally going to die because you have a broken heart, right? I can't believe she doesn't love me back. Like, oh my God, whatever, right? And then like you go through three or four more relationships and you're like, eh, whatever, (laughs) like people move on, they change, it's not a big deal type of shit. But that first one, right, the first time you experience that thing, oh my god, like you're just... Devastated. Yeah. <clears throat> and the more experience you have and the more knowledge you have about things, like, oh, okay, like maybe maybe you're not the one. Maybe there is somebody else out there for me type of thing. Yeah. And unfortunately, that just comes with with life. You know, like when you're in high school, you think four years is the longest period of your life. Like you remember thinking four years was forever. Like high school was, oh my God, I just want to graduate and be an adult. Because everybody thought being an adult was going to be this amazing thing where all of a sudden like you have a cell phone and like your own car and some other shit. They don't tell you that those things have bills associated with them. Yep. So, no, yeah, it's a, it's like a blessing and a curse for sure. Yeah, and something you said, you know, the think about yourself a little bit more, be selfish. I, I think that is important. And not not in the sense of like, be selfish and like take away from other people, right? Um, but more along the lines of sometimes it's good to be selfish to take care of your like your health and yourself. Right? Like don't obviously don't be selfish when it comes to other things. Um, but be selfish when it comes to your physical and mental health because that that's not something that one uh, other people can give to you and most other people are going to to care about unfortunately mm-hmm. like your own health uh, i mean obviously your loved ones will and like people close to you but like in general like your workplace uh, it probably doesn't care about your to be honest about your mental or physical health uh, I mean, they have programs every now and then, right? Mental Health Awareness Week, learn about mental health. But, you know, it, it it's not anything substantial. So I think it's okay to be selfish in those cases. And, I, you know, sometimes it does feel like we can't get away from work. We have to, you know, I have to be in this meeting. I have to go to this. No one else can do this. No one else can do that. But... Again, if you need a day off, you just you have to realize that your life does not revolve around your work. Um, you know, your work is just a small piece of your life. And I think that's something that I've 
learned more and more as I've grown older as well. Um, just, you know, obviously work is important. I, I love what I do. Um, but that doesn't mean that I need to sacrifice, you know, parts of my life in order to, you know, make work better, especially the parts that I'm not going to be able to get back. Yeah. And, you know, and it is something that when you're younger, you do, right? Like I used to work 12 hour days and, you know, I've worked 16, 18 hour days uh, in some cases, but when you're younger i feel like it's it's different you're gaining experience maybe maybe you enjoy doing it right and in most cases while i was doing that it was something that i was learning more of and uh, i was enjoying but now that i'm a little bit older if i don't need to do that i would prefer not to oh for sure one one thing i wanted to point out is that i i saw this online recently everything is made up yeah, we live in a simulation. Yeah, and the simulation, everything is made up. It's like, why do we have to... And this is something that is something that was kind of a good thing that came out of COVID was we started to look at these situations and analyze more of them. Like, well, why can't I work from home? Well, because you won't be productive. Now companies are at home and a lot of them are really productive. Yeah, they're right? more productive than they were when they were in the office. Right, they're more productive. Some of them are, are more happy. Some of them are less happy, right? Every person is, is different. But ultimately, the thing is, you know, what is the most valuable asset you can have? Are you asking me? Yeah, what's the most valuable asset? Sorry, I should say a shot. What is the most valuable asset? Uh, probably your health. Okay. It's a, your time. It's a pretty good one. Yeah, time. Because if you had infinity, an infinite amount of time, you could accomplish everything. See every country, do all this stuff, right? Unfortunately, we don't have that. Most of us have to work to be able to afford where we live, to be able to do so-and-so. So every day you're trading your time for money, and you should spend money on the things that you love doing with that time. Now, that may be hard, right, depending on your financial situation. If you want tips and tricks, you know, with finances, definitely go check out our, our little, what was like a five-part mini-series we did on finance. Yeah. Because uh, we were just excited to talk about it, right? It's something that uh, a shot and myself have been fortunate enough to be able to put uh, effort and learning into our finances, and we wanted to be able to share that with people so that they don't make the same mistakes we did. And it's the same thing with this here, right? It's like you have to value your time. And with the whole work from home thing, people got back a lot of time. They didn't have to commute as much, right? They didn't um, have to, and maybe they got back some some health part of it too, right? Maybe they weren't eating fast food all the time and they were making food at home because they had more time and they were spending more time with their family, with their kids. Maybe they picked up reading again or whatever it may be, right? So your time is valuable. And when you're young, you think that it's less valuable because you have a lot of it. Or the perception is that you have a lot of it rather because, you know, unfortunately, any one of us could, you know, get in a car tomorrow, get into a car accident and not be here. Right. You know, God forbid that happens, of course, but it is a situation that does happen to some people. Right. right? And if you can realize that, like, time is short and, and it, it kind of all ties into like a lot of um, like stoic philosophy that we talk about a lot where, you know, do, you know, spend time on what matters and what doesn't matter, what you can't control, 
Don't spend time worrying about it. Right. And it's, it's tough to do certainly, but it's something that when you start framing it as in that perspective, it really helped me make that shift from like, you know, I'm going to take a sick day because it's time that I earned and it's time that I need for my mental health or, you know, PTO or whatever, as opposed to it being kind of like, yeah, this is just time I'm using to screw around. As long as it furthering your goal, because, you know, rest days are also important as well. <laughs> Certainly, uh, whether you're working out or not, they're, they're definitely important for you. So you want to be aware of that, right? How you're spending your time. Is it in accordance with your goals? And then, yeah, just like ultimately realizing that that is very valuable, right? No, that is a good point. And like you said, I think the older we get, the more we value time because the less of it, the perception is that we have less and less of it. And I mean, it's not just the perception, it's true. You know, when you're younger, chances are, I mean, yes, something tragic can happen, but chances are you have a lot of time. As you get older, right, the the chances increase more and more that, that you don't have a lot of time, right? When you hit 30, well... You have less time, most likely you have less time than when you, when you were 20. You know, when you hit 60, you're half, more than halfway past the average, right? I think it has to do with averages. Um, you know, if the average lifespan is 80 years, 80, 90 years, you know, when you're 20, you can estimate that you probably still have about 70 years to live or whatever, 60 to 70. So, you know, you value it a little bit more than you used to, but probably still not as much. Uh, when you hit 30, you're like, well, now I only have 50 to 60 years. You know, when you hit 40, it's less and less. So uh, that how much it's worth becomes more and more, right? And you want to spend that time uh, accordingly, right? Because it's worth more now. So you don't want to be paying, you know, it's a good example. You know, you, you don't want to be paying for, let's say when you were young and you bought a hamburger and it cost you a dollar, but now that you're older, that same hamburger is costing you $10,000, right? Because your time is worth more. So maybe instead of getting a hamburger, you decide, hey, I'm going to spend this $10,000 and get a nice steak because it's going to be more worth it for me. That makes sense. Okay. The unit of measure, it's still one unit, but it's worth more, right? Like if a hamburger is worth one unit, and when you're younger, that one unit is worth $1. But when you get older, that one unit becomes worth $10,000. So it's the same one unit. It's just it's worth more later on in life. Yeah, kind of like equating it to uh, pay scales, yeah. right? If you like just graduate high school and you're working a minimum wage job. Now, this is what is accordance into what you're getting paid is not may not necessarily be true an hour of your time is worth about eight dollars or nine dollars right when you're older an hour of your time is worth a lot more because of the skill set you're bringing and so on and so forth right but it's one of those things where i think a lot of people if they were at their like deathbed and they could pay all the money in their bank account to extend their life they would rather choose to do that right so so many people will spend all their time working in super lucrative careers, but they're also very stressed out. And if you're using that and investing it wisely, sure, right? You can maybe work for 10 years and then retire a little bit early. 
But if you're not doing it and it takes a toll on your mental health, it might be something that you have to unravel later on that actually is going to take more time to fix. Right. So it's kind of the whole thing of like, uh, there was this tweet I saw years ago where it was like, poverty is essentially like a tax on the poor. Because if you don't have a nice bed, you're going to have back problems. If you don't have like nice shoes, you're going to have, you know, postural problems and then like foot problems and things like that. Right. So it's like the earlier you can fix that, whatever the situation may be and spend your time and money accordingly, the better chances you're going to have in life. And it's kind of the same thing with anxiety, right? Like if you've been stuck in an anxious cycle for five years, if you can get out of it for a day or two or whatever, uh, you're going to start to see some benefits right away. But it's like, then it helps you spend your time doing things that you love and being less worried about that stuff, which um, ultimately is, is my goal. It's like to get people back time, right? I've spent so many, so much time in my head, just thinking about things. Um, what's the, uh, it might be a Marcus Aurelius or Socrates quote where it's like, um, it's one of my favorite ones. Where like we suffer more often in imagination than in reality. Yeah, that's, uh, it's not Marcus Aurelius. It's, I think you're right. It might be Socrates or Epictetus. Yeah. It, it funny. I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, but funny aside, is it, uh, it used to be my background at work. Sorry, it's Seneca. So, Seneca. I, I knew it was an S. Um, and it used to be my background at work, but yeah, I got these new monitors. The yeah. And it says we, or, uh, what does we, it say? Suffer, like, we suffer. Yeah, we suffer. <laughs> and people are like, uh, I don't get it. And I was like, oh, shit, my bad. That's hilarious. Um, but, but yeah, you know, when you start to realize that, I mean, and, and the thing is like, myself and a shot, we're not that old. But these are lessons that I've learned from people that are much older than me and that have distilled their wisdom because typically wherever I've worked, I've always been one of the younger people. And I really care a lot about optimizing my health and optimizing my mental health for the future. So I'm not, you know, 60 years old with a bad hip and have to have a walker. Yep. Right? I want to be a young spring chicken. Spring chicken? Yeah. I agree. And the one thing, one other thing that, I've realized getting older is, and I think there's a quote or something that where it's like the only, the only constant thing in life is change. So it's like, obviously getting older is a change, right? But like just everything in your life changes and you go through different stages of life and, you know, you're in middle school and then you're in high school and it's a completely big change and then you're in college and then adulthood and then even in adulthood, there's uh, just constant change happening, right? You're moving, you're uh, getting promoted, you're, you know, changing jobs, you're whatever, changing friends. Your your situation changes in some cases daily, but just in general, it always changes, right? Same as it does with your health and obviously your age as well. You know, you're older today than you were yesterday, so on and so forth. And it's a constant change. And I think something I've realized more recently, and I think it's something that I've sort of built up, is that it's a waste of time worrying about that change because it's inevitable. It's, again, it's the only constant, right? The only constant is change. So worrying about things changing or when they do change 
it's it's worthless to worry about it because now you're just wasting that time that we just spoke so so much about it's it's easier to accept it and to learn or get used to your new circumstances right than it is to sit here and think about what could have been or what was and i think that that was a big part that that's a big part of anxiety in general that was a big part of my anxiety too right at the time when i had a lot of anxiety was because of all of this change happening at once um you know uh potentially changing departments at my workplace, changing cities, like my living situation, changing my relationship status, right? Going from being engaged to being married. So, and it was something that I think after that point, I realized more and more and something that I've grown more and more into is that the change is inevitable. It's it's up to us to decide how we're going to deal with it. So now it's much easier for me to deal with things changing than it used to be. And part of it might be because obviously I went through it. I had anxiety. I've learned how to cope with that anxiety. But part of it is also the understanding that, you know, spending time and effort on fighting the change or thinking about the what ifs if things hadn't changed is useless because they have changed and they'll change again. So all we can do is move on and make the best of today because tomorrow will be different. I I love that. And I there's so many things firing in my brain because the acceptance side of it has been super important um, for myself as well, just because um you know, there's things that I've accepted will never happen. Like I will never be an, an Olympic medalist. It right? can happen. Or I'll, or I'll never be a child. Who was it? Actor. I think there was a Olympic medalist that like didn't start their career until they're like 40s or 50s or something. Okay, then I'll never be a a child uh, actor or something. I don't know. You know, like something. Obviously, it's I'm literally past the age of. But, but yeah, you know, there there are things like that, and um, a lot of times it comes with the anxiety of looking at the past and feeling like we didn't accomplish enough. But that's just that's just society putting pressure on you because some somebody once did it. Somebody was 30 years old and was married and had two kids and a picket fence and they bought their first house, you know, 20 years ago for $5 and now that house is worth $5 million because that's how the fucking economy works. But um, anyways, you know, and then they put that like expectation on you which can definitely be tough. And that's the thing too, where it's like, you need to put yourself first. Um, and yeah, it's like, you just need to accept that things will change. Like I think a shot said it pretty perfectly. And that's something that in my own head, I'm like, Oh shit. Like there's a lot of changes that I'm going to be going through soon, potentially moving to a new city, um, going back into the office potentially, right. Would be a change now that I'm, now that I've been remote for a while. So now it's like, which was that's a change, a big change back then. Yeah. Right. Or even the changes that come with things opening up from COVID, right. Seeing some of my friends I haven't seen in a year, um, doing things I haven't done in a year, like I don't know, doing things I haven't done in like five years, like go to a nightclub. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe I go party. Um, we should, we, we should all go party. Well, let's do it. Let's have an end of the world party, but JK, it's not actually the end of the world. Um, and accepting that getting older means certain things are going to change and you won't be able to do certain things as easily 
especially with like training schedules, like jujitsu, stuff like that. Right. Like I train with guys that are in their forties and fifties and they're like, yeah, man, if I don't recover correctly, my body just hurts. And then it creates an opportunity to learn. Well, what's the correct way to recover? What are you doing to help out? Oh shit. You're doing ice baths. That's a little bit hardcore right now. I don't think I need that just yet, but if it helps in the future, maybe I will decide to take up that type of activity. Right. So yeah, that's a, all very true and i think uh with that like we said change is inevitable and so we're gonna change all of our talking into silence and end this episode (laughs) thank you all for listening can can you change a bad joke into a good one bro you're just on fire today (laughs) i i probably can but i won't (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys for listening uh stay safe stay healthy um and uh accept accept the changes <laughs>